Welcome all. Yes, welcome to Set the Record Podcast. I'm Malcolm Anthony, my partner in crime, Chicago's very own, Kev Hernandez. Uh, howdy. <laughs> so subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter, Set the Record Podcast. Like the Facebook page, Set the Record Podcast. Leave us a voicemail on anchor.fm slash Set the Record Pod. And of course, special thanks to Indie Pod. Um, if you haven't heard 20 on the town, check them out. We got an amazing show for you today, episode 144. A couple questions to ask. Uh, is Oklahoma City going to trade up in the draft this year? Is OU leaving the Big 12 seriously? Did Giannis just become the best player in the world? And uh, I think we're freaking out uh, for Team USA. We're not sure what happened today. And uh, I think Kevin and I have a couple oddball stories to share. And, of course, fights on fights on fights to discuss. So, Kev, man, how you feel? Oh, man, I am excited. And I feel like you and I are both on the cusp of something, just as Oklahoma City is with all of these draft picks, dude. I want to talk about some local love. Boom, let's have it. Man, local love it is. Yes, dude. You mentioned it. Oklahoma City, will they trade up for Cade Cunningham? I say because Cade Cunningham, he's going to go first, dude. There's no doubt about it. I think he's he's got to go first, and I, I think Oklahoma City will make their way forward. I would love it. I love the storyline. I think it's great for all. I'm in. Yeah, no, I completely agree. The Thunder got to make this move, man. This is the one. This is the move. So the idea right now is that the Oklahoma City Thunder could trade uh, their sixth pick, their 16th pick, their Clippers 2022 first round pick, and the Suns first round pick for 2022, and the Clippers 2024 pick, all for this first round pick this year. Does that sound like a lot? It does. It does. But we have a lot to give. I say... We do, they yeah. Do we, 28 picks between the next seven years is, is a little excessive. <laughs> yes. But now the question is, it's a lot. I think that's a great amount. I think what they would do for Oklahoma City would be amazing. But now it's just, will this happen? Is this, are we, are we, are we reaching? Well, five first round picks is a lot. Um, but like we mentioned, uh, we this is for Cade Cunningham. Like, like yes. let's not like sugarcoat or, or 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 whatever you want to call it. This is a undersell. Way, yeah, over uh, over under. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't want to oversell this, but I'm telling you, Cade Cunningham would make our team so incredible. We, I mean, yes. we've already got Shea Gildress Alexander. We would keep Lou Dort, Shea. We'd have Maldon. Dude, I mean, Poku. Uh, yes, V, who we just got. I mean, think about this, man. If we can keep Darius Baisley, that'd be awesome as well. Uh, yes. But with the addition of a Cade Cunningham, we've got one of the best backcourts, young backcourts in the NBA already. Yeah, that's absolutely correct. Damn, man. I hope, I hope Oklahoma City does something like this. I would love that. Plus, it put us right back into contention. Um, you know, like like the year uh, before Oklahoma City, before the Seattle Supersonics, Supersonics moved to Oklahoma City, they had Kevin Durant. 
Yeah. You know, uh, this would be like Cade's, you know, coming out party on a team uh, on the come up, you know, like, like yeah. CP3's. Remember CP3 joined us and we went, we were the four seed. Right. You know, yeah. I think Cade could join us and we could be in the play in. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, dude. Definitely. So, I, I would love that. I would absolutely love that. Oh, man. That'd be exciting. Oh, I'm excited to see what Oklahoma City does end up doing. Uh, yeah. We'll see. The draft is coming up. We'll see what they do. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. OU. Dude, OU is thinking about or trying to move. They're trying to leave the Big 12. What do you oh, think about that? Oh, you leaving yourself. What, what, what is going on, dude? What is oh, going on? What are you missing out on? Okay, man. I You know what? I couldn't believe it when I saw the headlines, to be honest. Mm-hmm. OU, the Oklahoma Sooners, and the Texas Longhorns both are considering strongly also, considering leaving the Big 12 and jumping to the SEC. Um, really... <laughs> I don't like the sound of that. <laughs> yeah, right. No, it's like the SEC's already got 50 other schools. <laughs> and why not add a couple more? Um, it, it, It's obviously the Big 12 has only got 10 teams anyways. We've fallen apart uh, these last few years. Um, and, and with that, uh, losing TV deals in the SEC um, and the Big 10 are both collecting a little bit more um, and in their eyes, a lot more um, as far as the Big 12 is concerned and OU in Texas, um, two of the prominent schools that carry the Big 12. Um, yeah. and, and they're significantly, uh, like I said, thinking of leaving. And I, they're going to take a huge, huge pay cut, about $76 million of both. Yeah. Um, so it, it, it's quite the take uh, if, if you... Uh, go ahead and sacrifice leaving now rather when the contract is uh, up. So, yeah, these, these guys are just ready to ship out. Yeah, yeah, it seems like exactly what you mentioned. Uh, it's just a dud of a conference. It, it is the conference that all everybody else kind of looks down as, like a little brother. It seems like OU is ready for the big bucks, bro, and I'm all in for that. I think OU it deserves it. Texas, they could stay in the Big 12. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you knew if you knew Texas, if OU's going anywhere, Texas is following right behind and vice versa. Uh, they're, they're, I didn't they're, know they're competing that. Competing with each other, man. This is a That's this is a total dick measuring contest. Ah, the Let's proverbial. Yeah, but uh, no literal. <laughs> ah, I knew it. They've got the stick, <laughs> measuring sticks, and everything. Um, oh. <laughs> the imagery. <laughs> right, yeah, I didn't want to do that to you, but I had to. Um, yeah, but yeah man, uh, like I said, there's big moves happening right now um, in Oklahoma. And, man, there's a possibility if OU leaves, Oklahoma State can follow suit. Um, OU is Oklahoma State's big brother. And uh, you know how big big brothers and little brothers sometimes, sometimes stay together. So there's, there's a lose, yeah, losing both. Yeah. All right. Well, I like that, dude. Well, I mentioned big bucks a moment ago, and I want to talk about the biggest one of them all, Giannis Antetokounmpo, homie. Oh, fear the deer. Plum bacon, homie. You plum bacon. Man. <laughs> yes, dude. How about uh, the Milwaukee Bucks uh, winning the NBA Finals? They are the champions of the 2021 
2020-21 season, right? Should I say yes, sir. Yep, 2021 season. They have won it six games. Um, mm-hmm. Beat the Suns four games to two after being down two games to none. Right. Um, and Giannis does it in obviously spectacular fashion. So with a yes. game like he had in game six, is that the best individual performance you've ever seen from uh, one single superstar in a in a finals game? Right, uh, and, and 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 especially because of an elimination game and yeah. his free throws. The one thing that throughout this whole series, throughout this whole season, postseason, his free throw game was off. I mean, not off. It just doesn't. There is no. He's just bad. He can't There's even no handle consistency. Yeah, at home he was. He shot really well from the free throw line, <laughs> uh, but on the road, you're right. He he had just no. Off. Yeah. Uh, so for him to finish, what was it like? 15 19. Yes, yes. That was amazing because they yeah. fought, they kept on hacking him. Yeah. Uh, but Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, Bobby Portis, all these guys uh, coming up. It was that they were – oh, PJ, PJ Tucker too, man. It was – oh, man, it was amazing, dude. All these guys deserved it. Uh, and I'm, I'm incredibly happy for the Milwaukee Bucks, dude. There's no doubt about it that they, they could be – they could repeat, dude. I feel a repeat in the air if uh, this unhealthy injury season, because this was like the most weirdest. Like, I think they the, the most Every team was had somebody hurt. It felt like Denver yes. didn't have Jamal Murray. The Clippers didn't have Kawhi. The Kawhi. Lakers didn't have AD and LeBron. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, uh, the even Nets the- didn't have Kyrie and James Nets. Harden. Yes, dude. Yes, dude. I think Milwaukee, I think Giannis was out. I think he put, oh man, he put in so much time and minutes, dude. And then even Giannis Vass- hyperextended his knee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Paul broke his shoulder for a game. Right. Um, uh, Devin Booker also messed his nose up. You know, they got, got him popped in the face. Yeah. It was crazy, dude. This season was just absolutely injured or riddled with injuries. Yeah, uh, if, 50 if, years, man. 50-year drought is over. Damn, damn. And it felt like 50 years. <laughs> yeah, 50-year drought is over. And, I, you know, it, it, it was special to see, you know, because I picked Suns and Six. And um, I think during Game 3 was the moment I realized my pick was wrong. Mm. Um, it, watching, because, man, the Milwaukee Bucks, even behind, you felt like they kept their composure. I mean... Game one, they lose by 13, right? Game two, they lose by 10. And then game three, they came out and they dominated. I mean, just blew out the Suns. Giannis had 41 in that game three. Um, And it was just incredible to see them suffocate the the Suns in that game. And, And it showed you really what they could do to Devin Booker and it was the formula how they won game six because in in that game three they held Devin Booker three of 14 one of seven for three and only to 10 points and you look at how they ended in that game six and Devin Booker was really really bad from the floor uh over seven from the floor uh from the three-point line um and and um he just Jake couldn't buy a shot. Um, he had a, a six turnovers, uh, you know, plus minus was minus 15. Uh, but it was really, that was the formula for the Bucks to win the, the series was getting, a, getting at Devin Booker. 
Yes, you're absolutely yeah, wow. Yeah, because they they stifled them, dude. They stifled them. They 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 completely took them out of the game. Uh, Where was same, the wall? Yes, and then DeAndre Ayton had that like that amazing game one, but then with Brooke Lopez, Bobby Portis, the big man, uh, and Giannis. And Giannis, yeah, yeah, took him out of the game. Took him out of the game. Yeah, that you got huge, that block. Oh, goodness. The blocks, dude. The the iconic blocks and plays this season that uh this just this post just this oh man, just this finals run was so, amazing. What of of the, all the plays, what will you remember the most? The Giannis's block of the alley oop, right? Right, that was a good one. Drew Holiday's steal or Drew Holiday's alley oop to Giannis after the steal? Bro, the value is what they're calling it. And that? Okay. That, I, I'm gonna stick with the value. Yeah. Cause that was so clutch, dude. And in such it was a hard spot, dude. It was just oh man, it was crazy. And it, it was, was a perfect fast. throw. And Chris Paul was being a little dirty on that, getting the shove yeah. in there. Yeah. <laughs> and oh man, and that was crazy, dude. That was crazy. Um there was something oh, oh, oh the way Drew Holiday also threw up the alley it was a no look. Not not a no look, but he looked off. He looked off the alley oop and it was just enough that Chris Paul just didn't have enough space. Oh man, it was awesome. That was so yeah. cool. I'm gonna keep with the value for sure. But those blocks okay. were incredible too. Game one, okay. game one, he had that chase down. That was crazy too. Right. No, yeah, Giannis, I mean, like I said, his individual performance in game six, 50 points, 14 rebounds, five blocks, blocks. two assists. Um, and, and nobody puts a stat line like that up, man. This, I mean, that's incredible. How do you do that? Um, and let alone, like you said, game when it matters the most um he was there um it, it's just golly incredible i'm glad glad we got to witness it and I'm, i it was definitely the best performance i've ever seen uh in a finals game yeah oh well so, I was just gonna ask real quickly about next year's finals do yeah. you think the bucks will make it or you think are you even think they're even coming out of the east representing them in the finals man I, that's a tough question you know obviously um, Middleton showed a lot this season, um, and so did Drew Holiday. That they can, they together can be uh, a trio, Giannis. You know, um, and if they could all show up the way they did this finals, the Nets will have a tough time beating them in the Eastern Conference Finals next year. Uh, For sure. But I, I really do think a healthy Nets team should offensively uh, be able to overpower a Giannis even scoring 50 points a night. Um, so that, I, I, next season, uh, injury aside, because uh, we obviously had a lot of that this year, uh, it should be Lakers beating the Nets in seven games um, in the finals with AD as the finals MVP. Um, it's very ah. specific. But the Lakers are going to make a trade either for like Alonzo Ball, a Bradley Beal, a Westbrook, someone, um, or even a Buddy Heald. Uh, it's going to make the hugest difference, and the Lakers will be too dominant. Um, Interesting. So uh, I think the Bucks have it in them to repeat, not repeat, yeah. not just uh, make it back, but repeat. Uh, but Denver, I, I, I'm, I'm looking at Denver, man. I think Denver, uh, Joker. Joker, the Joker, Joker, uh, the Joker coming. Are you off. the Joker? <laughs> yeah. 
MVP, dude, when you get that, that changes a person. I know it changed Giannis. I think this is the season that um, the Joker comes out of. Not, not that he's, you know what I mean? Like, this this could be it. He just needs a healthy squad around him. Well, uh, yeah, I, I don't disagree with you. You're right. Because if I think Jamal Murray has MVP potential in him. Yes. That would be cool uh, to see. Uh, for sure. Because they, they got to back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that, dude. I like that. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna stick with the Bucks just because that's always an easy, kind of an easy route to take. Or Miami if they, uh, if Jimmy Butler and no, no, I don't think it's Miami. I, I, I don't know what happened to Miami. But uh, Giannis is he the best player in the world at the moment, dude? What do you think about something like that? Uh, yeah, you know what, Giannis definitely the best player in the world. He showed no one can stop him. You can't put a wall up. You can't put a guy on him like uh, DeAndre Ayton who's bigger and. And uh, you know, maybe not stronger, but he's he's longer and taller, um, and, and has yeah. nothing for him. Um, so Giannis, most dominant, best player in the world. Uh, and man, he can't. He's not even a free throw shooter. Can't shoot threes. But Shaq was the best player in the world at one point, um, and he couldn't do any of those things either because uh, he was right. unstoppable. And Giannis is just like that. That's absolutely right. What do you absolutely. think? Absolutely, I agree with you, dude. I say, especially now watching the Olympics. Uh, there's nobody else like Giannis Antetokounmpo, not that I've seen, not that can take over like that. Uh, and, and in the NBA, it's the highest caliber group of people. So to see him just dominate like that, dude, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think there's a doubt about it. That's why I so much enjoy the finals because that's when you actually see whatever superstars on the team show up and who doesn't, uh, which All brings me... Which brings me to my next question, man. Uh, Chris Uh-oh. Paul, what do you think? What's next for him? <laughs> well, man, CP, man, what he? Okay, so two part, two part answer. What I think CP needs to do is yes. leave and go to the Lakers. Uh, but, but what I think he will do is stay another year um, in Phoenix um, because they should try to run it back. Uh, yes, but I, I, with my with. I'm a Laker fan. I've obviously I wanted CP3 with Kobe a long time ago. Long time ago, uh, and, and then the NBA nixed that trade. Um, the only one in NBA history, ABA history, all of uh, that, that basketball organization history. The only time they vetoed it, a vetoed yeah. trade. So talk about shady stuff. I'll be honest. I think uh, since that, I, I've been more bitter with the NBA. Uh, Kobe should have six or seven rings, um, and, and he would be regarded as you know up up there with michael you know people don't people don't bring it's because kobe was a clone that's a whole nother rant for another day um <laughs> look so cp3 he should in my opinion leave to go to la to get a ring for next year uh because phoenix ain't coming back ah, he could take right. the money and go to new york but like i said he the, it's, it's it's to win a championship he needs to come to the lakers Yes, dude. Wow. Wow. I, but I do see what you're saying. I think he is going to stick around with the Phoenix Suns. You have yep. to run it back. Yeah, at least give it a shot. Or if there's a possibility for the Lakers to jump ship, fuck this. <laughs> Plus, yeah, he lives out in L.A. already. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. His family's and, coming. It's and nobody's going to say anything about, oh, no, you stack. No, who cares? This is – you have so much time left in the world. Yeah, in in the courtroom. <laughs> well, that and, and, and the in the the 
the in public opinion is if you have a ring, no matter how you got it, uh, yeah. i.e. Kevin Durant, mm-hmm. he's still a champion. A la KD. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So it, it can happen. So CP, if he if he makes that move, uh, it, it's gonna be good for his career. He'll have the ring. He'll be able to be a top five point guard of all time. I mean, you know, it's questionably he's already there. Maybe absolutely. But, he's an Olympic champ. But 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 hey, man, NBA champ means more to him than an Olympic uh, gold. I tell you that. Uh, so, I know that uh, we we love we love one ball brother. Um, um, well, maybe two. Um, but yeah. there, there's two good balls in the NBA, and there's a third <laughs> <laughs> trying to make his way to Charlotte. So, uh, free Angelo, Leangelo, uh, free, free agent Leangelo Ball is, uh, I guess, reportedly signing with the Charlotte Hornets. Yes, joining his brother. Uh huh. Right. I think this is just a ploy to keep on Lomelo's good side, keep him in the uh, the in Charlotte. Uh, I don't. Think. Think, yeah, I don't think I don't think his brother's a NBA. I mean, yeah, he's gonna look really good in the G League, right? In the 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 the, the Charlotte. Or what's next? They Char- tried him out in Detroit. That didn't work. We had him here in Oklahoma City Blue. It didn't work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, he just doesn't have it in him. You know, you just just because your brothers are Olympic. Ba- I mean, oh no, like NBA players doesn't mean you have to. You you could do other things. Like, but I, the I know the father a long time ago. He always said, if we can get all three of my boys on the same team, they'll win. They'll be great. They'll uh, be great. So you remember, you remember Lavar? Oh my God, how can I ever forget? So, so as outlandish as Lavar was, he 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 said things and, and they came true. Um, he spoke them <laughs> right into existence. And mm-hmm. outlandish is kind of the theme I was going with. So <laughs> something happened today. Yeah, and to me it was outlandish because I cannot believe we blew a seven-point lead over France to choke in the Olympics. Yes. Okay. I'm glad yeah yeah brought this up. I think the Olympics uh, international players are getting better. Uh, and but I mean I don't want to make up any excuses for USA. They're coming off. Oh, I don't know. I, I think the season has been so bizarre, but I think uh, we can also see that the the and the basketball world or like the around the world basketball is picking up, and you could you could see even in prior games with the uh, before they started counting, you could see them against Australia. Australia has a bunch of NBA players. <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. No, and I, I get it, and and. <laughs> The Excuse team me. that beat us today, France, they have a couple guys as well. Uh, Evan Fournier, uh, Rudy Gobert. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, but, I mean, it's just, it's just not how it should go. Um, yes, because it's it's USA back. They, they, this yeah. is like the cream. You know what I mean? The the cream of the crop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you said it. There it is. Cream of the crop. Mm-hmm. Here we got Kevin Durant. We got Jason Tatum. Dave Lillard. I mean. We got guys, Devin Booker. We got guys out there who are mm-hmm. straight dogs, man. Bam out of Bayou, Draymond. I just yeah. Drew, man, is Drew Holiday there? So what happened? Yeah. Like, just and, and, and I think the nerve, man. The players, uh, as soon as the game ended, about five hours after the game, and the reports are already coming out how the players are upset with the offense they're running through Greg, Greg Popovich. So yes, 
you gonna blame Greg for your bad play on the court? I don't know, man. I think that's an excuse. That's just the times we live in. Uh, these players come up with excuses. If if you got Kevin Durant as the leader of your team, that's gonna be the excuse. Is the coach? Yeah, oh, man. Go play some basketball, right? Didn't he say it? Yeah. That's all we let him play basketball and they lost. Yeah. Nah, man. damn. No excuse. You're right. No excuse at all, bro. All right, brother. With that being said, we get to play Iran in another game, and there's still a chance USA, I guess, could get gold, but other teams have to lose. Um, yeah. Uh, and that's a lot to ask. So um, we have, uh, with the Olympics, so many great sports um, out there. Uh, USA basketball is always a favorite uh, oh. here in the States. Uh, what is your favorite Olympic sport to watch event? Well, yes, well, the last few years lately, it's because it seems like it's been popping up, like it's been getting more and more popular here in the United States. But USA and men's and women's soccer, not even just USA, but uh, just soccer, dude. When Mexico faces Brazil, uh, any Mexico game, dude, where I'm always watching soccer, like it's, it's awesome that we can all. It seems like more and more people are enjoying it with me, but. The one thing that I have been absolutely enjoying this year that just made it to the Olympics first time in 2020, 2021, is uh, the street skateboarding. Like just this morning, we had Yodo Hamagoda win gold. Then we had Calvin something. Calvin, can't remember his last name. A Brazilian win uh, silver and then an American won bronze. And it's like they've been trying to get the skateboarding into the Olympic game. So it's really cool to see it. And Tony Hawk's commentating. Come on. He'll put you to sleep, dude. <laughs> that, <laughs> he's student. That is awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about you? Have you been enjoying? What's your favorite one? What's your favorite Olympic? What have you been watching? Yeah, I love, my favorite games, uh, I love one-on-one uh, -on -one competitions. I uh, love, uh, not one-on-one, -on -one, but one-on-one, one-on-one, -on -one, meaning uh, like the track and field events. I love uh, seeing the races, I love seeing um, eat like the the, uh, the like, swimming like, events as well. I like I, not the diving, yeah. but the racing. Like I want to see the hundred the hundred meter or whatever. Um, Absolutely, um, I love seeing that. I mean, that's that's kind of the heart of the Olympics for me. Um, but today, um, I got to watch the Taekwondo, um, and that was, that was super fascinating. I, I love I watched the karate before that, which was awesome. Um, and then I watched the Taekwondo and oh my God, dude, it, it was, it was super impressive because this kid from uh, Uzbekistan, he ended up winning the gold uh, and taking it from, I think Great Britain was uh, there to get silver. Um, and, and the kid from Great Britain was second ranked um, and Uzbekistan was 14th. Um, and he came out hot in the first one. The kid from Uzbekistan, he came out hot in the first uh, the first round, ended up taking like a five-point lead. And I was like, man, I just about to be an upset. And then the kid uh, from Great Britain came back and, and taken over at uh, the third round. Um, and it looked like uh, he was going to win the whole thing. And then uh, Uzbekistan came in with like three drop kicks at the end and uh -huh. pulling it off, man. It was awesome. No way. Dude, Uzbekistan and Great Britain, the the homeland, the the native land of Taekwondo. Yeah, that's, I mean that's <laughs> definitely where it's native. <laughs> yeah, and that's just amazing to hear too. That just to see the development of the Taekwondo game. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, 
Oh, yeah. And that's really great, too. Individual performances, for sure. That's awesome. Yeah, that's what I like to see, man. But um, you know what? Let's step out of the the shop for just a second. I'd like to discuss a, a couple of these oddballs, man. Let's do it. Okay, well, today, today I've got a, well, the Olympics is on the mind, okay? We, we've got the Olympic right. Games uh, in Japan right now, uh, and, and they're fantastic so far. These, uh, I love that they've, they've added new events like, like Kev brought up, surfing, skateboarding, uh, sport climbing, karate, you know, um, mm-hmm. and, and, and that's exciting. But in the past, we've had other exciting events, and uh, I'll, I'll give you a few that are no longer in existence. How about rope climbing? This was uh, a, a gymnastics event in the Olympics from 1896, uh, 1906, 1924, and 1932, but only those years. Uh, Kev, oh, what do you think weird. of rope climbing? Oh, God. So uh, how I'm about this? for it. <laughs> Bottom line, are you in or are you out? <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, uh, man, I'm in. I think that, that sounds, it sounds hard to do. Let's make it an Olympic sport. Why not? Sometimes. Oh. All right. How about live pigeon shooting? <laughs> this okay. was around for one year the 1900 paris games ah they would paris yeah. would allow that yeah okay yeah. all right <laughs> when when new york holds the olympics uh in 2030 we're gonna do uh uh nyc rat shooting right <laughs> yeah. yeah okay but all right just once all right that's fine with me but no, it's like i'm parking the car and i have it yet yeah, 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 for real. Hey, what's the matter with you? Yeah, so your mom's a rat. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got a uh, race walking. This is a, a a race, but you cannot run. You have to walk, no matter what. And this is actually still an event um, today. Oh, oh uh, man! About... You just have to give out the gold medals for participating. <laughs> how about tug of war this was a game uh in the 1900s as well in paris the same 1900 game and, and was mm-hmm. featured until 1920 eight man teams tug of war Hell yeah. yes i haven't had a good tug of war since like 1920 <laughs> <laughs> i'm in Okay, I like that. I got one last one. I, I think you are gonna be pretty cool with. Um, and, and, and if you're a Parks and Rec fan, this this may be uh, uh, the one for you. We got town planning. How about that? Oh yes, town planning. Yeah. This this was at four <laughs> Olympic Games between 1928 and 1948, and uh, yeah, you get a medal out for uh, town planning. This <laughs> like. Just, I mean, love. Like, what kind of deal is that? So, uh, the stranger part that the silver, uh, the silver, um, was the plan for Marine Park in Brooklyn, and it wasn't even used. Um, they used a different plan instead. So the, the some a plan that actually wasn't a, like a winner uh, of the silver medal in the Olympic Games actually never came. To never began. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's too bad. That's a sad Olympic story. Some say you could stay here. <laughs> uh, that's funny, dude. Oh, man. Keeping with theme to that, dude. I have an oddball, and it's a personal one, and, I, and I'm ready to talk about it. 
just just last night, man, we uh, it was a friend of ours' birthday, Ibrahim. He's been on the show before. Shout out, Ibrahim! Happy birthday! Uh, and we were at a brewery. We decided to go downtown. We went to uh, a club. Right. Uh, there was a few dance circles going on. And I'm, I was with my brother, Steve-O. You know, Steven's got to drive. I do the designated driver, you know. <laughs> so when we... Okay, so in, in this circle, right, I'm enjoying myself. I throw, I get thrown in. I'm dancing. I pull myself out. Nobody's dancing. So I jump back in there and I try to do something that I haven't done in years. And I, it, it used to be from an old commercial, a Levi commercial, where this guy has crazy legs. <laughs> We just call it the around here. We uh, my brothers and I we call it el si señor. It's because the song that was playing si señor. So I try to do this thing and my knee buckles and people there was like an audible oh and then I popped back up and everybody went ah right so <laughs> so I, I danced back I danced out of the circle made my way to my brother Steven and then just like, at the top of my lungs I screamed well I did not the top of my lungs but I yelled at him I was like we need to go like we need to do an irish goodbye so he's like what yeah and i'm like yeah yeah an irish goodbye yeah and i'm like we need to leave right now he's like right now i'm like irish goodbye he's like oh okay okay so we run out of the club i walked out of my car i, I like I, I get into the passenger seat and i collapsed Dude, I am in pain. I had my leg up all day today, dude. It was, oh man. I barely, I can walk now, but earlier this morning, dude, I couldn't even, oh man, it was such a great night. (laughs) (laughs) You know, when you have uh, moments like that and you can laugh about them later, I think those are the best kind. Yes, 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 yes. You have have a a battle wound uh, from from a dance-off. Oh my God, I'm never going to bring it up again <laughs> this is my one and only time i'm gonna bring it up like if anybody asks me like tomorrow at work i'm like oh yeah i was shooting hoops i was i dunked it came down you can tell <laughs> them you have the moves like jagger <laughs> yeah no no i felt like uh, oh dude it, it, or, or 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 you you were you were moving away from a dagger right yes yeah yeah i was gonna say it felt like a dagger dude oh man uh, I'm just happy I can walk. I, it's all braced up now, dude. I'm all, I'm all hopped up on Tylenol and Icy Hot. That is much <laughs> better than Mountain Dew, so that I, I, I commend you for that. <laughs> Thank you, bro. Hey, shout out to uh, Talladega Nights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, man. Yeah, so, man, we, we had some... Well, I mean, Talladega Nights were all up in the, uh, in the air uh, uh, during Poirier McGregor 3, right? Didn't that seem like a spectacle? The, a very goofy Definitely. event, like, yeah. like he was on fire and yelling for Tom Cruise and, and Oprah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. All that ranting at the end of that was very, very Ricky Bobby-esque. Very, very, dude. Did you... Yes. Very, that's what I'm talking about. I know he certainly did try, but it's kind of hard. To... Yeah, which is so fucked up. He's he's sitting there with a broken foot, and he clearly lost the fight. Uh, Poirier could have fucked him up. With you know pitches. what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh man, I I, uh, I lost a little. Re- I mean, I lost respect for Conor McGregor after that shit. But he, you gotta keep talking. You know, that's part of his whole thing. Yeah, that's Do- the Yeah, for real. Do we need, after what we saw in that, I mean, it was only one round, but it was a domination of, uh, like, Dustin Poirier was putting it on him. 
Uh, do you want to see a fourth one? McGregor versus Poirier fourth. Nah, nah. You know, uh, that's more like it. <laughs> yep, I'm telling you. Tales of the no. Nah, yeah, we don't need that, man. Uh, Connor, he's got to fight and win two fights before he can get back to Poirier's level. Uh, yeah. And, and I don't know that he ever does. Uh, Poirier, you can see, worked on his game while McGregor worked on his trash talk. Yeah. Uh, and, man, Poirier's dominant. He beat the shit out of him. Uh, a stand-up, ground game. I, he got Connor leg kicks. All of it. He beat him on everything. Yeah. Pretty much. It was almost a blessing in disguise that it only lasted one round. It was. <laughs> for Connor. Yeah, it was. It was only going to get worse. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so Poirier fights the champ next, right? Yeah, I mean, you would think you'd get Oliveira, uh, Oliveira Charles next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would love to see that fight. Uh, you, you, you mentioned it. Poirier is different now. He's a different fighter. He's got different mo- Uh, you know, he's a definite. Uh, he's serious about fighting. Uh, and then I think Charles Oliveira, you know, do Bronx. Uh. I think he is so fucking crazy to watch, dude. I think that would be a great fight. No, I do. I think that would be a very great fight. Uh, agreed. Um, I think Poirier, uh, he showed to me that he's the best lightweight. Um, and, and the only guy to me that could come back is is Khabib to beat him, and that's not going to happen. Um, yes. I know oh, no. Khabib, the eagle, has landed uh, uh, at retirement. Um, yeah. But but he's been training uh, a lot of guys, um, and and I know he's really high on one guy in particular in that lightweight division, and we'll see yes. if he could move up. Um, that's Islam Makhchev, but we'll see if he can move up to get to a Poirier's level. He ain't there yet. Right. I'm excited to see. Um, uh, yeah, well, I mean, Khabib does have these guys up and coming. That's going to be very interesting to see. Uh, but what about last night's fight between Sanhagen and... Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Dillashaw. Mr. Mr. P.E.D. Lashaw. That's right. <laughs> yeah, P.E.D. Lashaw. That's funny. Yes, dude. Uh, I mean, I'll never. For- I mean, I thought I won't forgive him, but just right now, man, I just don't trust him. Uh, he's got to regain my trust again. I don't trust him. He's up to no good. He even has a. But I think I thought I saw Sam Hagen, the better, fresher fighter, whooped his. Uh, it looked like Dillashaw took a lot of damage, but never ever was able to get put out. Kept on pacing. Even he was stuck in that nasty reverse triangle for 13 seconds, and it was a <laughs> tight one. But yeah, uh, no, you know, you put in the judges' hands, and they're gonna give it to uh, uh, whoever is the craziest one to kill, actually go after the judge. <laughs> well, well, yeah, you know, in this case, I don't disagree with you. I think. Uh... They, they, this fight was brewing for Dillashaw to, to get a W uh, if it was going to go to the judges' scorecards. It, that was going to be the way it was going to fall. He's a former champ. Um, they want to see him back in that kind of title contention, fighting Definitely. for the belt. Um, I think it was uh, uh, Peter Yan and uh, uh, Aljamain, right? That's right. So yeah. he's... He, I, he's going to get to fight the winner of that fight. Uh, I guess barring a third fight between those guys for some crazy reason. Uh, but I don't, I think Dillashaw won't sit, you know, he came back to fight for that belt. Yes. Yeah. I see what you're saying. I, I would, I mean, not that I would hate it, 
But I do want to see Aljermain. I think Aljermain's the type of dude who would fight uh, Peter Yan, then Sanhagen, then Dillashaw, dude. Or then Dillashaw, then Sanhagen. Aljermain will fight all three of these dudes. No, he surely would. He's got class, man. And that's why I say if he can beat Peter uh, Yan for that for that belt again and 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 actually win it, not get uh, you know a DQ win, um, and again retain the belt. I do think uh, Dillashaw will have his hands full with Aljamain uh, and Peter. Yeah. Either way, uh, I don't know if he can handle all that. Um, I thought Sanhagen won this fight, um, and I think he would have had a better chance of defeating. Uh, whomever has the belt by the end of it, um, but Dillashaw maybe. I don't think has it, and maybe this 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 first fight maybe he had some rust to knock off and will look better next time because he did have ground control. That's something we do have to acknowledge a little bit. That's true. Um, but he he out. was getting outstruck and he didn't like he had as much power without the PEDs. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so I yeah. guess we'll see. I do yeah, think it's yeah. too soon for a title shot though. Yeah, his chin's there. But there's no power anymore. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we do have a card yeah. next week. Yes, I was gonna bring that up. Uriah Hall versus Sean yeah. Strickland, dude. These both of these guys are madmen. Anybody who wants to step in the ring with Uriah Hall, I'm already respecting because I mean Sean Strickland. If you're talking about hands full, dude, Uriah Hall is he's a, he packs meat. <laughs> he's a meat packer <laughs> no Uriah Hall yeah that's one guy I'm not gonna be like I said uh, before the show I, I mentioned this, uh, uh, someone I wouldn't want to be walking down a uh, uh, dark alley uh, and be yeah. walking against uh, walking by because his his eyes man he's got those eyes that would just intimidate you until you start talking to him because he's so friendly and yes. so nice and so respectful uh, he's got uh, about 40 size that's crazy yeah, you, you, you root <laughs> You, yeah, he got them Chris Tucker eyes, you know, from, from Rush Hour, from Money Talks, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Portis eyes, you know. Yes, yes, for sure. <laughs> so, so, yeah, it's, uh, but you, you, you root for Uriah Hall, uh, so. Uh, Fan I, I, He's somebody I've always liked. He was on the show, uh, and, uh, like I said, uh, on the uh, Ultimate Fighter show. I, 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 I'm a huge fan of him, and we'll see how it all plays out with, uh, I guess, Sean Strickland. I, I, I'm not familiar with Sean Strickland. Uh, not too many of his fights. I've seen a couple, but um, yeah. this will be kind of interesting to see him on a main card like this or on a main event like main this. Main event, for uh, sure. Yeah, because the last fight I saw him fight was his decision just this last uh, this last oh. one against Jocto. Uh, yeah. That was the last fight I saw because that was on uh, the, Reyes, the Reyes card. Yeah, when was that? That was like three. Oh no, no, that's that was a little bit ago. And then he lost to Brad Tavares a long time ago. That may be what you uh, remember him from uh, yes. the Poirier Gaethje fight. Yes, that's what it is. Yeah, because that's like as far that's the only one. I, the only two fights I remember him from are is that I guess. Yeah, I think that's not familiar. We'll see. We'll see how he does July thirty first. Yeah, you're not kidding. That's just down this. Uh, just a Saturday. Uh, man. And then what about this celebrity, or kind of celebrity, Tyron Woodley, right? Ex-UFC champ. Uh, his day is coming up facing Jake Paul. Who, uh, Jake <laughs> knows Jake Paul. <laughs> yeah, we got some boxing on the horizon. Yeah, man. Well, uh, Tyron Woodley, Jake Paul. It, I've seen some interviews with Woodley, and uh, both of the uh, you know face-offs they've had, you know, 
it kind of seemed like Jake Paul was more timid. It seemed like he was not as arrogantly loud. You yes. know, does that make sense? Yes, definitely. Does it seem like he's taking this, I guess, more seriously, or is he afraid of Tyron Woodley? I think he's got Twitter fingers, bro. I think he he can go at on home. He can go home and jump on uh, his phone or on a computer and crack up and his buddies and all the little antagonize Tyron Woodley and shit. But when he sit next to him, he doesn't say shit because he's next to him. You know what I mean? Like I don't think he's gonna say anything. Uh, I, I think he's definitely afraid. I think he can see that this he, this is gonna be different. That's what he's thinking. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. I don't I don't blame him at all because uh, I know what I've read. I guess both these guys have talked about it. The loser, the loser is gonna get a tattoo of the winner. Uh, oh so, uh, and I've also heard that there's a uh, w- uh, there's going to be a rematch clause potentially. Um, for both fighters, I've heard that, so I don't know uh, if there's any truth to that, but I've heard that from both sides. Um, neither guy wants to lose to the other so bad that they're if they did, they want an ultimate. Right uh, away. Yeah, so, right um, away. But yeah, I, I, I think Woodley, Woodley's going to have his hands full uh, with a guy like Jake, uh, only because you, you don't know what you're getting yourself into. Um, he's been training legitimately, and... Uh, he's way taller than Woodley, six uh, one to five nine. Um, in the we know Woodley's, we, he's always had a reach advantage in in the UFC. Um, but I don't know, uh, I, I don't know Paul's uh, game plan. You know, I don't know Paul's arm length or his reach, so I, I actually haven't uh, looked at that yet. Uh, but yeah, I, Woodley's gonna have a power uh, advantage, in my opinion. Yes, for sure. Yeah. All right. That's going to be fun. The boxing, dude. Boxing's awesome. Uh, the Paul brothers, man. Logan. Logan keeps fighting. What's Logan's problem fighting all of these legends, bro? He's Now he's going after Anderson Silva on September uh, 9th. Uh, uh, did we bro, just see Anderson Silva fight a Chavez, man? He, he fucked up Julio says a Chavez Jr., the second. He fucked him up, dude. <laughs> I mean, it was a split decision. But it yeah, was, but it was his first boxing fight. Yes, yes, dude. Uh, and the way he outboxed them and his head movement and his hands were down, dude. Logan Paul fought a, sh- a smaller, shorter, older Floyd Mayweather yep. and survived. I don't think you're gonna survive against Anderson Silva. Anderson Silva, man, he's got the power and he's got this. The way that he fights, dude, it, that's going to be fun to watch. I completely agree with you. I completely uh, agree with everything you said. Uh, Anderson Silva, he brings a different kind of je ne sais quoi to the game. <laughs> you know, like like another guy we're going to bring up here in a little bit, Tyson Fury. Uh, Anderson Silva was the first Tyson Fury of UFC. You know what I mean? Like, he was a guy fighting with his hands down and just moving his head. Uh, to avoid yes. your punches, and then he'd catch you with a uh, a, um, a, a straight counter. or a counter. Yeah, yeah. So it's like as soon as you miss five times, he catches you off guard because you're leaning in and That's knocks right. you out. And this would be very similar. I think Logan Paul will stretch too far, and he will get caught with a jab and get knocked Ooh. out. We Anderson Silva knocked out Forrest Griffin with a jab. 
Oh, Logan Paul ain't no different. So I think that's how it goes. Uh, September 9th, that'll be a fun fight. I really, really look forward to seeing one of these Paul brothers get knocked out. And let alone back to back, almost two weeks apart. Please do, golly, the boxing gods. I mean, they're doing. They're. they're, they're it's funny because they're. They're boxing has already been on a. It seems like they. It's always been on the up, up and up, uh, and then it kind of took a little dip. But to see that boxing's in the talk again, the Paul brothers, they know what they're doing. But yeah, I'm happy to I, see all of it. Yeah, <laughs> no, I respect the heck out of what they're doing for sure. Uh, it, it's entertaining. Uh, you mentioned it. We're talking about it. Yep. Uh, and and. They bring something different. Uh, we clearly have superstars in this sport, and they're trying to be part of that. Um, <laughs> yeah. We got uh, another fight just two days yes. after the Logan That's right. Paul Silva fight. Ha- okay. I didn't think this one was real, but I, I've, I've, yeah. I've read too much, and De La Hoya said it himself. <laughs> Oscar De La Hoya, yeah, will be facing Victor Belfort on September 11th. Bro. I do not know why De La Hoya is fighting, dude. I, I think maybe his cash cow, Canelo Alvarez, left him behind, and, and, and De La Hoya now has to get his own kind of money. But I think this is so bizarre that he's going to fight anybody, fight anybody else, because Victor Belfort's a murderer, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, I, this is definitely not a guy I would want to get into a ring with. Um, I know Vitor is not a boxer traditionally um but he is a good striker and we've seen him knock out many of people um yes. so i definitely don't think i, I mean honestly and a heavyweight both of these guys are huge we've never seen oscar this big before um he's gonna be significantly slower than what we've seen him at his boxing in, during his boxing career um and i know he said he's been training but man He's going to have such a handful with a guy like Vitor Belfort, who's so big. He's so top heavy. Oh, my God. Yes. Um, yeah, this, it's definitely. De La Hoya should win, but only by a judge's decision. If that makes any sense. He's going to have to drag this fight to the deep waters like a boxer should against a guy like this with no stamina. That's awesome. Good luck to him. Good luck to him and his and his own. Somebody else who who may need to get looked at, dude. Uh, Tyson Fury, right? He will be fighting uh, Wilder, right? Wilder on yeah. October 9th. But he's already talking about that. Once he finishes Wilder, he wants to go after uh, Anthony or Joshua Davis. Yeah, and no, after yeah, Joshua, no, he wants to go to Anthony Joshua. Yeah. Anthony Joshua, Anthony Joshua, then wants to go after Nganu in the octagon. What the hell is going on with him? <laughs> nah, man, I don't know. It's that's definitely not the weed, but uh, yeah, he's he's on something because uh, yeah, you said it. He says, "quote for quote, me and Nganu in the small gloves. Let's make it happen." As soon as I'm done with those guys, uh, Wilder and Joshua. He says he will fight Nganu in an octagon with four ounce gloves and just punching. What the hell? There it is. Insane. I, I think that's ridiculous. I think he's he's taking to you know what? I think he relapsed. I think he's back on the booze. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's, he's hitting the food hard. He's going for that four hundred pound diet again. Watch, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna go right back up to the gypsy king himself. Taco Burrito King. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, yeah. <laughs> but he's 
No, that's I mean, awesome. That's I awesome. say just survive Wilder again. We'll see where you go from here. But Ngani's not the guy you call out. Definitely not in his arena. You don't. You know what I mean? Oh, boy. Good luck with that. I I totally agree with you there. Uh, the, the rules are different in boxing um, than MMA. Herb Dean isn't going to separate you for clinching. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. He's going to let that happen and hope you figure it out. Uh, because... When Nganu gets a hold of you, whether he's clinching for a minute to push you away, to knock you out, or yeah. what, I don't think Fury's ready for that kind of physical power or physical no. like strength of being overpowered in an octagon. Um, Wait. Nope, no chance. <laughs> man, uh, so, uh, it's just, uh, I am excited to see uh, what, I mean, how this all progresses, man, because we got a lot of great fights coming up and yeah. uh, moving quickly, dude. It's crazy. I love it. Yeah, so many good fights. You were absolutely right. And yeah, man, um, great show today. Great show today. I think we have a nice end to the show coming up with a solid jam. Um, yeah. I got my jam for you here. Let's let's spill it out. Let's do it. My jam this week, um, my wife and I are closing on a house uh, this Friday. Yes. It is super, super exciting. I don't think I could be... Uh, more excited about anything uh, to not rent anymore is, is, mm-hmm. is super awesome and to actually put money or equity into something that isn't uh, being blown it, it's just I'm, I'm blessed get it. And, and super Congratulations. Uh, appreciative thank you so much it's a huge step dude it's a huge step uh, you know first came marriage now comes the crib Dude, you guys are you guys are doing it right. You guys are doing it proper. Like I'm, I'm proud of you, man. It's I'm, I'm really, and I'm actually really happy that you can share with us all on the podcast. Um, I'll be there to help you move. <laughs> I know I'll be there Saturday for sure. Thank so, you, thank, uh, you, thank you. But I'll be really fun, man. Uh, well, my jam is similar. It's something that I just, not, not even. Uh, it's something that I just, uh, it just feels like lately I've been drawn to it. It just feels like it, it comes up. Well, it's uh, I've been going to downtown. Tulsa here every, every once in a while now and I've been going up to the center of the universe but even last night it was down the street like I feel like every every single time I go out downtown I end up just gravitating towards that center of the universe which is pretty fucking dope dude like, yes uh, and then the lime scooters are cool as shit you got, yeah. you got bars everywhere dude like the whole thing is really dope and you can just oh man everybody out there is so nice man um but at least for the most part you can you can stay out of trouble you know what i mean and it's like you can go out feel any pressure dude like downtown tulsa's got a great vibe and i'm it's, it's really fun i hate that i hurt my knee out there right oh man gun three green yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but but you have a story, and it was downtown in the great in the great city of Tulsa. Yeah, and, and yeah. Tulsa is is really dope, man. Downtown Tulsa is really awesome. It's very inclusive, very uh, special, uh, very nice group down there. You were absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, and then there's like quite a bit of parking. If you're patient, there's parking that you don't have to pay for. You don't downtown after five p.m. on the weekdays and uh, during the weekends. It's free parking, man. Just park. Yeah. just park just on the park. street. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. It's, it's really cool. Yeah, it really is. I, I love it out here. And I hope that you guys love us and hearing us. And yeah, subscribe. yeah. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, we the Instagram. We're on 
uh, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on um, just everything in social media. It's at the record podcast. Uh, as always, you know, we have to shout out 20 out of town, Indie Pot. Like we're, we're just, it just seems like we're all coming up and it's, it's really good to be riding this wave. <laughs> you know what I mean? No doubt about it, man. We, we uh, have a great friend's birthday. One of our best friends this week. Happy birthday, Ibrahim. Happy birthday. So, yes, sir, man. Thanks for listening. Meditate. Make it go away. That's right. Peace.